our surroundings and our environment is everything. And this is just a reminder if you're listening to this now and you're like, I'm not even moving or whatever. But can you take time and even if whatever your budget is to really improve and elevate your surroundings to make you feel good? Because your environment is a direct reflection of how you feel. Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Ferris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, my babes. Welcome back to the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, but as I'm recording, and they just put her head on the bed, and she's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> you guys, I am... Oh, if you're wondering who Indy is, that's my dog. <laughs> okay, I am so excited to record this week. And you know what? This week is just about me and you sitting down, hanging out, and me giving you a full freaking life update. When I say it's been a whirlwind, it has been a freaking tornado, okay? (laughs) And I just always say, like, never a dull moment, LOL, and just kind of always rolling with the punches. But this week when I was thinking about recording content, I was like, wow, I have so much to share. And I just feel like there's so many lessons and values in what I've been going through these past couple weeks. And... I'm just excited to share. I'm excited to share manifestation stories. I'm excited to share, you know, lessons I've learned in business. And if you're interested in just a feel-good, fun-loving podcast conversation, just us sitting down as BFFs, this is the podcast for you. Okay, let's get right into it. So major, major update. I want to explain my villa situation. So... If you've been following me on Instagram, you would have seen about a month ago now, I was living in a freaking beautiful villa, okay? Villa of my dreams, literally everything could ever imagine in a villa. And we moved in there because, again, if you're really following me, you know that my life goal is to buy a villa in Bali. However, we I was in a pinch of like, okay, I need a villa right now, and I didn't want to force buying a villa one maybe just to buy just to move into you know because I know I'm gonna probably want to do renovations etc and so I'm like I need somewhere to live just temporarily until I find my villa so I manifested this gorgeous villa called Leo Villas again if you're following me you would know and if you're wondering you could just look at my like Bali story highlights it was stunning and we lived there for two months however during this time I manifested a dog (laughs) and you're like Marley how do you manifest a dog but I'm not even kidding the night before I met Indy who is my dog I was like crying to Max being like I miss my dog so much like I work from home right so I'm like constantly alone and so all I was really craving was just like the comfort and like loyalty not loyalty but just like what's the word I'm trying to think of companionship (laughs) of a dog 
And so the next morning, I went on the first run I've gone on in 20 freaking 21. And I went to this new like rice field. Again, didn't even, have never even been there before. And I was, I was actually going to go to the gym, but I went on a run. And I stumbled into these two dogs who were very like not in a good place. And my heart was just like, this is my dog. <laughs> I just knew because they didn't have a collar on. They like had no sign of being taken care of. Like in the dog who I now named Indy was like her skin and fur was so bad. She was so sad. She was so like glitchy. Like every time I like raise my arm and not in like a mean way, I just like literally just like grab my phone or like take a photo. She would be like so scared. Oh my God. You know, I'm just thinking like how, how far she's come. Cause she's not like, she's still scared of people. Um, but way, way, way better. It's like phenomenal to see. So anyways, long freaking story. And I'm not going to bore you with all the dramatic details, but essentially I ended up rescuing the dog and and then when I went back to the villa, the villa owners didn't want me to have a dog because, well, basically it's like a brand new villa and they just, their rule is no dogs. So I had to put Indy up for, in like a, like boarding her um, for a month, but I kind of planned on doing it for two months because we were, we had the villa for until June. Um, and then after a month, I was like, you know what? I just like really freaking want to live with a dog. Um, and so I decided, I was like, you know what? If I can find a villa that's like one bedroom, still in the area that we're in, and like less, because the villa that we're in was, it was a good price, but not for Bali. Like, Bali is quite inexpensive to live. Um, like, you can live in places, I'm not kidding, for like $300 a month. And so we were in a place that was like quite a lot for Bali pricing, but compared to Australia, it was exactly what we were playing in Australia, but we had a freaking three story, like a three floor mansion with like cleaning everyday pool, like two bed. It was, yeah, just the comparison was like, just honestly a joke. And so we were fine paying it. Cause we're like, you know what? This is exactly what we've been paying. This is what you've budgeted for. And now we just get a whole up leveled situation like duh right so then oh here comes indy she's gonna oh just laying her head okay that's cute um okay so back to my story so then i like found this villa online and it was kind of perfect like it was just down the road it was one bedroom they let me have a dog and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna like let's just go here and so i moved out which was really sad but I was also, you know, I was saving a thousand dollars a month by moving in here. So I'm like, you know what? That will probably that's probably a good thing for my bank account. <laughs> and then moved in there. And okay, again, I do not want to sound like I'm complaining because I'm so freaking grateful and like literally every day so grateful to be living in Bali. But you guys, this villa was just a, my worst nightmare. It was my worst nightmare. It was very aesthetically pretty. However, it wasn't really my aesthetic, but it was very beautiful. And the person who designed it is a fashion designer. So you can tell it was art. But from the day I moved in, I wanted to move out. And when I went to look at it, I think I was just in a frazzle of like, oh my God, like I can just live here with a dog. That's kind of like all I want right now. Everything else will be okay. LOL. 
learned that the hard way. So then when I moved in, like literally couldn't unpack anything. There was no storage. There was no hooks. So I was living out of my suitcase, which I really don't enjoy. Like I really feel like I need to unpack, which makes me feel grounded. And living in a suitcase just makes me feel very hectic. And I like having everything organized in its place so it's easy to reach. And I don't like looking at a bunch of things just laying out. And also if I'm living in a suitcase, it's messy. It is just messy. And messy environment, messy mind. And it was really messing with my mojo. Well, that's just like one thing. And I can go on forever. Like, for example, the bathroom was attached to the bedroom and the bedroom was the only thing in the whole place which is air conditioned and it's like 30 to 40 degrees every day and I don't know why they thought this was a good deal or sorry good idea but the bathroom was it looked really cool like the roof was all glass but that basically makes it into a freaking sauna all day long so if I went into the bathroom it was like walking into a sauna and if I'm trying to get ready I like couldn't get ready in there and then also I couldn't unpack in there and then also upstairs again I don't know how this happened but there was ants everywhere ants in my clothing ants on the floor ants in my bed like literally everywhere which really really grossed me out I just never felt clean in there I felt like I was living in a treehouse which I kind of was to be fair um, because the way it was set up, it was like there was a ground floor and then you took stairs to the upstairs, but the stairs were outdoors. And when you walked up on the stairs, everyone from the, like, the outside street could look into your, look in and see me. So if I, like, left my room in pajamas and went downstairs, like, people would see that. Which I also really didn't enjoy because I really love my privacy. And... The thing is, the apartment was still quite expensive for Bali. And so I was like, oh, this is just so frustrating. What else? There were so many ants downstairs, like bugs everywhere. Again, it was open concept, which most Bali villas are. But I don't know what happened, but there was no like fans or anything. So it was scorching hot all day. So I could never really hang out in the villa. This is a weird one, but there was no couch. And that's going to be like, okay, well, who cares? But, you know, when you have to get home, you want to just kind of, like, lay down somewhere. And it's not in your bed. And so, like, there's nowhere for me just to come home and just be like, okay, lay down, calm down. Like, scroll Instagram or whatever. I would literally always have to... Well, I just couldn't. And all the chairs were so uncomfortable. Because, like I said, it's like an art facility. Like, it's an art museum. And so, I was like, okay, this really doesn't feel like home. Also, Indy discovered a way to escape... Um, so she, her fun thing is that every time I left, she would escape out of the bushes and follow me down the road. And the first time it really freaked me out. And like I mentioned in my podcast last week, I just was like walking and she was behind me. I'm like, how the hell did you get out? But then last week, and it was really scary because I was on the way to like an event with my friends and I had, I was like leaving for a boot, which is like an hour away and it was like a whole day thing. And so like, Again, it would be no problem leaving her at home because there's like so much area to roam and I left her food and everything and I was only gone for not not that long, so I, it's fine. Um, but she just escaped and then I just chased her down the road because she's not super trained yet. She does know her name more now and she's way better at coming, but sometimes when she knows that I'm leaving, she just will pretend not to hear me and just go do-do-do down the road. I'm like, oh my god, she's just her own free spirit and I love her for it, but wowza. 
okay so then i finally got her back in the house and then i got my scooter and then she was behind me again and i'm like oh my god i'm like i need to go and i don't know what to do and i just have to trust that she's just gonna be there when i get home and i literally called max and i was like crying i'm like i don't know what to do like indy won't stay in the house i'm not gonna like tie her to the table but she's really good at for example previously whenever she'd escaped she always just comes back but I'd be home so anyway so I just trusted her and I was like please god be home when I get back and then that when I got home later that day she was home and I was like oh my god thank god but it was just so stressful that the place wasn't secure for the dog because thank god she knew to come back but I don't you never know right and she's a Bali street dog so she's pretty she's very smart um but I don't know I don't like the idea of her just roaming around and also, I think she made a boyfriend, and now we're in a new villa, and she's, like, kind of sad. And I think she misses her boyfriend. <laughs> um, anyways, all that to say... Wait, just one more thing, is that... Listen to me, I'm, like, literally complaining for 10 minutes, but I hope this is entertaining. <laughs> um, Indy thinks she's a guard dog, and she likes to bark at everything that walks by. And so, if I would be in my bedroom, she could, like, see out to the street meaning the street could see into my bedroom, which again, really didn't enjoy that. And so if ever like a dog went by or a human went by, she would bark. She's also weirdly racist to Indonesians. Like she's, I don't know what it is. And she just barks at every Indonesian like incessantly. And so I don't know. I don't, I think that she was abused like in her life. And so I think now she just, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But anyways, so whenever anyone walks by, she barks so insane. So it was Monday night and it was like literally falling into REM sleep and she barked and I was like, oh my God, it scared the shit out of me. And then it was so hard to fall asleep in that villa because for whatever reason, they have like spotlights all around the villa. So it's like beaming into the bedroom and you can't turn them off. It's like, it's like on a timer. And so finally I fall asleep and then she's like barking and then one of our neighbors was leaving for a surf trip or something. What I gathered at four in the morning. So of course Indy's like up and out at four in the morning barking out the door because someone is like outside and she thinks an intruder. Oh my god. So anyways, all that to say that I woke up Tuesday morning and I was like, I'm not staying here. And just keep in mind, for the previous two weeks basically since I moved in I had been looking for a villa but just nothing was feeling right and I couldn't find anything that I liked and I was being a bit picky but since I had this experience I'm like I'm not settling because I don't know about you guys but I truly identify with where I live so if where I'm living feels really good it actually makes me feel better so it's actually better for me to invest in paying a little bit more for like a accommodation if it makes me feel good whereas max my partner he literally it goes back to human design if there's any human design people out there if you have a defined or an open identity center so max is defined so he doesn't where he lives doesn't affect him at all like he could literally live in a shoebox and still be like i'm so great and happy <laughs> whereas like i i would identify with the shoebox not that i would ever live in a shoebox that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> But do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, does anyone resonate with that? So now that I've moved into this place where I'm feeling so high vibe, it's fabulous. It's so beautiful. I have so much privacy. Indy doesn't escape. It's clean. There's no ants. Oh my gosh, it's just 
great. Um, so yeah, so now I'm feeling so much better. I'm already like posting on stories more, just feeling more myself. Um, oh, you know, what? I'm just like already thinking about like a thousand other things I forgot to mention about the villa. And I just want to emphasize that it really was not cheap to live there. It's actually really still expensive to live there. Mm, cancel clearly. I'm not using the word expensive. It was overpriced to live there. Let's use that word. Um, so yeah, all that to say, there is such a lesson in not like forcing where you're going to live and to really take time because especially us working from home right now, our surroundings and our environment is everything. And this is just a reminder if you're listening to this now and you're like, I'm not even moving or whatever, but can you take time? And even if whatever your budget is to really improve and elevate your surroundings to make you feel good because your environment is a direct reflection of how you feel if you have an open identity center or if you're relating to anything that i'm saying so is it worthwhile maybe to get like some new curtains or new some new bedding or even just you know getting like a salt a himalayan salt rock lamp any i don't know why i just said that but do you know what i mean just elevating the experience um to make you feel better in your surroundings or like maybe updating your desk or just getting some photos printed i find that like i'm in a very fortunate situation where i was actually able to move (laughs) um but because it's also very weird you don't have like a lease here you just pay month to month and like right now i'm in an airbnb so it's very like loosey-goosey but All that to say is that please learn from me. Do not force where you live. Please take a lot of consideration. And just just knowing that your environment is such an important aspect of your mental well-being. And to really prioritize that. And really make that a priority for you and your energy. Because at the end of the day, your number one priority should be your energy. And if it's not feeling on absolute fleek, then you need to adjust as much as you can afford or is that like at arm's reach okay and actually i just want to say i actually encourage people even if it's like oh maybe that's out of my budget to do whatever it may be i think that as you get into the energy of a nicer place or an up-leveled place or whatever it is moving out of your parents house or whatever that change in your energy and change in your surroundings will be a direct reflection of your success. Um, in my life, I can literally see when I'm in a very good place, my business sales are higher. <laughs> and I really know that that's not a coincidence. It's just everything to do with energy and manifestation. If you've been listening and if you know anything about manifestation, that will make sense because manifestation is energy and the higher energy and the higher self-worth you're in, the more abundance you attract. So if you're thinking about it, it's really hard to attract high vibe things if you're in a low vibe. And for me, and maybe you listening, your surroundings will affect your vibration. So really just prioritizing that. I also just want to say as a funny side note that when I woke up Tuesday morning, I didn't really finish this point but when i woke up this tuesday morning today's thursday i was like you know what i'm never living staying here another night here like after indy was barking at four in the morning i could barely sleep because of the light the bed was also extremely uncomfortable i was like i'm never staying here again and like i said i've been looking for a place for two weeks 
And I was like, today's the day I move. So I took out my little manifestation journal. I wrote everything down of everything that I wanted in a new place. And I said, today, please, at the bottom of the list. And then I incessantly looked at Airbnb, keeping in mind I had been looking on Airbnb for like three, two weeks and scrolling this Facebook group where basically everyone posts the villas. And boom, this place that I'm in right now came up. I guess someone had just like checked out or told them that they don't want it anymore because I think it was a new listing. I messaged them. I said, it was literally 9 a.m. I was like, oh my God, can I please look at this today? And they're like, yep, come on in. So I viewed it. It was way over the budget that I was paying in the previous place. And I said, like, hey, would you be open to like this rate as a monthly rate? They said, yes. So I'm literally paying the exact same amount I paid at this previous villa that I'm talking to you about, which was a one bedroom piece of shit. (laughs) And now I'm in a three bedroom villa um, paying the exact same amount and like extremely happier. Like, isn't that insane? And so that manifestation just came through so quickly. So, and I could move in that day. So that night I was sleeping in a new villa and I was like, manifestation is just the funniest thing. And this is actually segueing me to a little announcement that I have. So next week, May the 18th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm hosting a free manifestation and vision board workshop. And it came through inspiration because first off, I need to update my vision board because everything I've manifested on it. B, I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to give and teach other people this tool of how to manifest because it truly has changed my life and I just feel more in power than ever before. And I would love to share this message. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, how did she manifest that? Or like anything, literally anything. I'm going to be teaching it all in this event. And it's completely free. I just want to do it because I'm feeling so passionate about this, right? Like always, but I'm just getting a download that people need this right now. So if you want to sign up, just follow the link in the description show notes. Um, It will be to join my Facebook group, which is where I'm hosting the event. So you just join there. And then you can join the event. And yeah, next week, it's going to be so much freaking fun. So what you'll get from it is a full vision board that you can put on your phone or the background of your laptop or both. It will be a digital vision board, which is epic. No more freaking cutting, pasting, paper mache shit. We are going digital, okay? (laughs) And then, no, I, I take that back. I love a good crafting moment. But this is just so much easier because, like, I'm in Bali right now. I don't even think I've seen a magazine here. And who owns a printer? So the digital vision board I've been using for, like, maybe two years now. And I've made over, like, 12 because they manifest so freaking easily. So I'm so excited to be hosting that. And in addition, I'll be doing a little training on manifestation, subconscious mind, all those juicy things. So like I said, link is in the bio bio show notes (laughs) okay and then i just have like this other topic that i really want to speak on so if you've been following along you might know that i'm going through a massive massive change right now in my life and 
I don't want to share too much, which is so annoying, but I haven't fully made up my decision yet. And until I do, I don't want to, you know, confuse anyone or spread false news. But I have just had this feeling of making this huge transition that logically does not make sense. Logically, on a piece of paper, if I told you, you'd be like, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? But in my gut, it is so clear to me. And I've been putting it off for so long, just assuming things would get better. You know, when you're in a relationship and basically you assume that your partner is going to change, but then they never change. That's how I feel like right now, not with my partner, but in this situation that I'm talking about. And I preach to my clients, to my coaching clients, to take risks, to follow your gut, to follow your intuition. And I'm like, Marley, what are you doing if you're not doing that? You need to be like this beacon and this example for your coaching clients. And this is going to be probably the hardest decision I make. Probably I'm being dramatic, but it's a very hard decision. And I just want to say what I what I wish someone would tell me is that if you're on the fence about making a decision that logically doesn't make sense, but your gut is saying yes, like that is the only answer that you need. You don't logically have to understand it, but if your gut is telling you that is your gut is like your connection to your soul, to the infinite source, God, whatever you want to call it, that is like your vessel to the answers. And everyone is so afraid and fearing of failure or rejection, and it holds people back. People just sit there and they, they're so scared to take that next level. They're so scared to invest in themselves. They're so scared to, you know, leave their corporate job because yeah, it's fucking scary. It's terrifying. But when you invest in yourself, when you take those big leaps, you know what you do? You raise your self-worth because you raise your confidence and you raise your ability to believe in yourself. And you know what that shows to the universe? That you deserve it. And the universe shows up for you. I can literally give you a million examples of when I've seen this in my life and in my clients' lives. So many of my clients right now, all of my clients right now are absolutely killing it. My coaching clients And I truly think a major, major portion of it is the fact that they've invested in themselves by working with me. And it it changes something in you. And I I don't know the exact signs of it right now, but I know what it does. It lights a fire under your ass and it holds you accountable. And you're like, okay, I've invested in myself. It's almost like, okay, now I have to like make it worth it. And as backwards as that may be, and it's like, okay, yeah, well, you should have your own motivation. It's like, yes, you can have intrinsic motivation until the cows come home. But having that motivation by others and like by coaches and by mentors, that is like, honestly, light to fire under your ass, like a freaking bonfire. (laughs) And so I'm just saying all this because if anyone is listening and is on the fence about something, maybe it's making a big freaking investment, maybe it's selling your business, maybe it's buying a business, maybe it's starting a, 
a business you've always wanted to start. But if you have this calling from inside of you that is screaming that it's what you need to do, but you're, but every logical thing says no, just please cancel, clear, delete the logic and follow your gut. Because your gut will never, ever steer you wrong. And I promise you that. And when I... Like, I have a very specific process that I need to go through. I will make a decision. I will ask everyone around me what I should do with myself already knowing what I want to do. And just in confirmation of, okay, what are they thinking? And then I'll come back around to, okay, this is what I want to do. And and I'll only listen to the people that confirm my answer because I already know what I'm going to do. My gut told me from the very beginning, but I just like to hear different perspectives and then I go out and do it. Keeping in mind that during this process, the universe is going to send you tests. It's going to freaking test you and and like test you in a way of like, how badly do you want this? Oh, you think you want to do that? Well, here's a curveball. And it's like another sign from the universe of like, okay, how badly do you want this? For example, um, you're thinking about leaving your corporate job and you, you finally you finally get the balls to be like, I'm quitting. And they go, oh, you're quitting? We'll give you a 30% raise to keep you. And you're like, holy, like, wow, that would change everything. You know, that would solve my money problems, et cetera. And then you have to recognize, like, that is, that is a test for, again, like I said, for the universe to be like, how badly do you really want this? And I'm getting tested left, right, and center right now. And I just need to pra- remember what I freaking preach and because I'm going through this and what I'm thinking right now, I know there's someone else out there going through this. And even if you're not going through this now, there I promise you there will be a point in your life where you're at a crossroads and you have to either trust your gut or go with the logical answer. And I promise you 1000%, the gut response will be the answer. So in a couple weeks time, maybe Monday, maybe next week. I don't know. My brain works at at an interesting type of speed. I'm going to have a massive announcement for everyone. And I'm doing this to set an example of how I want to see people who follow me, who I coach. I want them to see this as an example of if I can do it, they can do it. And it's scary but I've been in my comfort zone for a while now. Like I built road designs to a place where I'm, I'm comfortable, and that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> if I'm being honest, being comfortable is not in my DNA. You know, my whole life I've never felt comfortable, and so to feel comfortable is almost more uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways, I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of work through that, and I'm not saying that that's what I want anyone listening to feel, but. I'm at a point that I know I'm at a crossroad and yes, I'm being tested. Yes, I'm getting opinions from everyone, but I know the answer and the answer's inside of me. Everything is inside of you. You don't need to talk to anyone. Everything you need is inside of you. And I want to remind you that because that's what I need to remind myself. Okay, I think that's a beautiful note to end on. I love you guys so much. Thank you for letting me just like have a full ranting moment to you and share how I'm feeling and just 
yeah, just totally riff with you guys. Um, I wish we could all be in a room together and just have like a whole Tony Robbins type event. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Um, okay. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you had any takeaways, anything that really resonated, please let me know. I always love to hear it. Wow, I just looked down and it was 111. Love that. Um, okay, I'm sending everyone here so much freaking love. I love you all and I hope you have a beautiful day, evening, night, wherever you are. And if you know anyone that would benefit from hearing this message today, please send it along to them. It helps me grow the podcast so much and I truly just love you guys so much. So, sending you kisses, sending you hugs. Love you guys. See you next week.